Welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, speaking of beer, Shane, I don't know if you've seen this, Ooh. but this was just announced. I got to call attention to it right out the gate. We already talked about Tennessee LSU this week. We're going to make our predictions on the next episode. But LSU, Shane, they have officially announced they are opening the gates to Tiger Stadium at 9 a.m. And even better, Shane, they are selling beer at 9 a.m. Only in Baton Rouge is that a thing. So, Man, they may be going early for them, 11 a.m. kickoff, of course, Central Time, but they are going to be up and wild for this game. I love it. Hey, they need it, man. I'm telling you, this is this may be for them Tennessee volunteers coming down there because <laughs> we like to drink a little bit up here ourselves. So, I don't know, 9 o'clock's a little early, but, you know, win in Rome. <laughs> <laughs> now, Shane, what we really wanted to do on this show, heck, we already – got some blowback why ain't you talking about auburn georgia and all this we said we got we're gonna preview all the matchups shane so we've got yeah three more matchups to get to but before that shane you know the audience should know by now if we have an opportunity to hit on all 14 sec teams that's what we're gonna do because we're the podcast mm-hmm. the sec podcast that hits on all 14 teams shane and i did not prep you for this so i apologize you're not gonna have this ready but more Maybe just react to my list here, but All right. the toughest game for every SEC team. How's that sound? The toughest game ever or this season? Just, no, remaining on the rest of oh, the regular okay. season. You know, the next uh, six, seven games, however many you got. Yeah, ill-prepared Shane is ready for this list, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to like, we're going to rank the top fight songs or something like that. Those are always <laughs> things that I do need research on, Mike. Throw those out. But no, we can handle this because I've got a few games already in mind. Yeah. So uh, I'm ready to do it. All right. Let's just go. I like to just go in alphabetical order. Otherwise, people think I'm just playing favorites here, Shane. Let's start with Alabama. You know, they've got a tough one here. Texas A&M, of course, beat them. They've got road trips to LSU, to Ole Miss. Cannot overlook those. Heck, you can never even always unwise, Shane, to overlook the Iron Bowl. But mm-hmm. for me, toughest game remaining on Alabama's schedule at Tennessee, Shane, October <laughs> 15th, a little over a week out. And here's, you know, you can use any logic you want to make these picks, but – we all know Tennessee, top 10 program, offense is humming. But how about this as well, Shane? This would be Alabama's seventh game in a row coming off a very, very physical Texas A&M game. I'm not saying – this doesn't necessarily mean Alabama, you know, if they if they beat Tennessee, they're automatically going to run the table or anything. But just the way the season's playing out, I think at Tennessee is the toughest game left on Alabama's schedule. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think so too, brother. And uh, this reason I think so is because I think Tennessee wins this week coming up. I, I, 
I guess I shouldn't give that away, but I mean, what did you expect? <laughs> Who did you think I was going to pick, Mike? <laughs> but uh, I think this is going to be a top five matchup, man. This is going to probably be the three thirty game. It hasn't been decided yet, has it? No, CBS no, ain't yeah, came they, out. they announced okay. that just the other day. CBS game. Okay, well, rightfully so. I think this thing is going to be absolutely electric. You got Alabama undefeated. You'll have Tennessee undefeated most likely. Again, not trying to give away any of my picks. But I think that this this is going to be a hell of a matchup. And it's it, it, one thing that, that I really think is going to be a factor is, is the quarterback. Well, we don't know Bryce's situation. We don't know if he's going to be healthy this week. Even if he comes in and plays at Tennessee, there's, there's a shot that he's not 100%. Right. I think that makes this game a little bit more intriguing than some of the other ones on the list. So I'm not taking away from Mississippi State. I'm not taking away from, from Ole Miss. That's another good game. But the, the reason that I, I find this game so important is that they are going to need to score points, and their best player is banged up. So, time-sensitive, I'm taking Tennessee as well. All right, next on the docket here, Shane, Arkansas. A lot of tough games coming up here, but, you know, every game in the SEC, of course, is tough. I'm going this weekend, Shane, on the road at Mississippi State. Razorbacks banged up in the secondary. That's a, mm -hmm. a nightmare going into Mississippi State, and – and I know the following week at BYU, some people have got that circled as a tough game, and I'm sure it will be. But, you know, you asked me, I think on the last one, Shane, Arkansas, are we hitting the panic button? Is it time to be concerned? Look at the back half of this schedule, Shane. I mean, they get they get a bye week after BYU. Then they go mm -hmm. at Auburn. Who knows if Brian Harst is even going to be the coach at that point in time. Liberty at home. Come on, give me a break. Mm -hmm. <laughs> LSU at home, which they're a hell of a team. I get it. Ole Miss at home. And then at Missouri, I mean, there's a damn good chance that Arkansas runs that, wins every one of those games. So, absolutely. I think getting over this at Mississippi State trip is, is paramount to having uh, an outstanding season. I think this is the toughest game Arkansas's got. And, and unfortunately for them, it's coming up here on Saturday. Absolutely, Mike. We've talked about this coming in. There's a real shot that we have a hangover effect here. That we got a real shot that woe is me. It's the end of the world. We're not going to an SEC championship. All the, all our dreams have faded away, Mike. You'd go in with that attitude, with a banged up secondary, with a banged up quarterback. Man, you're going to come out banged up and another loss. And that's that's one of the things Arkansas cannot afford to do right now. They need to get back on the horse. They need to build momentum because, like you said, the back half of this schedule is very winnable. You can win out. You can win the rest of your games and come out 10-2. and two. You're playing New Year's. I think that's an excellent, excellent season. Um, things didn't play out exactly like you wanted, but it can be worse. And how does it get worse, Mike? Dropping one this week. Mississippi State is playing like their hair's on fire. It's a very dangerous program, and if you're not prepared, they are going to score a ton of points on you. All right, next on the docket, Shane Auburn. I mean, this was a difficult one. <laughs> we got at Georgia. Oh, good. At Ole Miss. We got Arkansas. We got at Mississippi State. We got Texas A&M. My goodness. What what did Brian Harson do to deserve this? And I haven't even gotten to the most difficult one, in my opinion, Shane. I – I'm going at Alabama in the Iron Bowl for, again, I mean, you can make the case for Georgia. You can make the case for Ole Miss. 
Uh, heck, you could even make the case for Mississippi State after they, they beat you when you were up 28-3. to But for me, it is the Iron Bowl against Alabama. Uh, what do you think is the toughest game for Auburn? Well, that's kind of a loaded question, Mike, because they're all they're all freaking <laughs> tough, man. Let me I mean, just think about it. You got Georgia, you got Ole Miss, Arkansas, Mississippi State, Texas A and M, then Western Kentucky. By November nineteenth will be the only time you will not be an underdog. And then after that you got Alabama. So, brother, this is a tough slate. So if I'm picking a game on this list, toughest one, I I mean Obviously, Georgia is going to be tough. Obviously, yeah. Alabama is going to be tough. But I think that Ole Miss game, maybe that Arkansas game, is going to be tougher emotionally because this is two programs that you're expecting to win or at least have a tough football game. Brian is hanging on to his job for dear life. And, and I think if they lose to Georgia, I think Brian keeps his job. He loses to ranked Ole Miss. Now, if Ole Miss drops one, then this one gets a little bit more intriguing. But that Arkansas game, I think that's the sleepy one there because if you can, if you drop these next two games and lose Arkansas, yeah. there's a real shot after after that home matchup that that's the last time we see Brian down there on the plane. So mm. I'm going to put the more I think about this, I'm going to put the Arkansas game. Not Ooh. not saying that these other teams aren't tougher; they are very tough, but the expectations are going to be. Uh, you know, staying in an Arkansas game, potentially winning an Arkansas game. And if they get blown out or if they lose embarrassingly uh, there at home, it's over, brother. The hot seat couldn't get any hotter. Yeah. All right, how about Florida, Shane? We got Missouri this week. Hey, you, you, some people may roll their eyes. We're going to preview that game in a minute. But Missouri has been a lot more competitive, I think, than people <laughs> realize against the Florida Gators. LSU, I know – them Tennessee homers expect a big win in Baton Rouge, but <laughs> let's say LSU were to knock off the Vols. I mean, suddenly that is is a red-hot LSU you got to play at A&M, mm -hmm. at Florida State. Florida State looks like they this is the best Florida State team in years. But, it, I mean, I don't think there's any other option than the Georgia Bulldogs in Jacksonville. Toughest game left on Florida's schedule. The good news, Shane, they get two weeks to prepare – the bad news, so does Georgia. I mean, it's, they both get an extra week to prepare, so it's, it's kind of a wash there. Uh, do you agree, Florida, toughest game, Georgia? I think what we should have done, Mike, on this list is that you can't list a team more than once because it's easy to say any of these East teams, Georgia, any of the West teams, Alabama. I, I, I think tough tough should be – and that's one thing. People are going to see this list tomorrow and they're going to say, Shane's an idiot thinking Arkansas is the toughest one that Auburn's got to face. No, I don't think physically the toughest. I just think it it's more impactful right. if they lose that game. Uh, that's a game they can't afford – to, to, to lose. And, and so same thing with Florida. When I'm looking at Florida, obviously Georgia is the easy answer. That's the toughest opponent that they're going to face. But I think LSU is very important too. Here's two coaches that, that, that are going to constantly be judged against each other. Yeah. LSU here, they did not give Napier a shot. You know, there's, right. here's the LSU Tigers that could have had Billy right there in his backyard. Didn't even interview the guy. You know, so we're going to constantly, you know, compare these two programs. And right now, 
LSU's got the, the leg up. They look like they made the best decision. But the fact of the matter is these are two rivals, man. These two teams, when they play, doesn't matter who's the coach or who's on the team, they usually find themselves in a one-possession game. So it is going to be a tough-fought ball game, and it's going to be one that's going to be under the microscope. So give me the LSU Tigers here because I think this would be the toughest matchup for the Florida Gators. Georgia – yeah, sure. We know what the outcome is. It's probably going to be a two-score, you know, spread, and I and I hate that. But I think the toughest one for for Billy right here is he's going to play the LSU Tigers that didn't give him a shot. Man, he doesn't want it more. So yeah, give me the LSU Tigers. I don't know if you can hear it, Shane. My bulldog in there. He's he's riled up. <laughs> he did not like you talking bad about them Georgia Bulldogs. Speaking of the dogs, Shane. You know, they got some interesting games. Of course, Auburn coming up. We're about to talk about it. Florida, we just mentioned. At Kentucky's mm-hmm. a tough one. At Mississippi State, can't overlook that one. But for me, again, maybe I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, Shane, but Tennessee <laughs> coming to Sanford Stadium all of a sudden. You know, I'm not saying that Tennessee had no shot going into the season. There were some people picking them to knock off mm-hmm. the Georgia Bulldogs. I, even we weren't going that far, but suddenly Georgia looks a little beatable here. I think, uh, you know, that matchup against Tennessee November 5th, that to me looks like uh, a tougher game for Georgia than going on the road to Kentucky. What do you, What's your thoughts on that? Hmm. Well, the big orange bias over here thinks you're right, but <laughs> I'm not giving in, brother, because I'm going to go the week after the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I think the way that they're playing right now, here's the thing about Tennessee. Tennessee has got a fantastic offense. We know that. They can put some points on the board. Mm-hmm. But one thing they're struggling at is defense. Yeah. So the very next week you got a team that is excelling at both sides of the ball right now on offense and at defense, and you got them at home after the Tennessee game. I mean, it's painted as a perfect little trap game, and I don't think it'll be a trap game because if Mississippi State keeps doing what they're doing, they'll be a top 15 team at this point. So give me Mississippi State right now, just the way that they're playing. Nothing against the Tennessee Volunteers. Obviously, I I'm, I love them, and I'd love nothing more than a big upset here. But I just think Mississippi State is a better matchup for Georgia Bulldogs just for what they are good at. Georgia's having trouble stopping, so uh, and that's running and passing. So they they could be two dimensional. Tennessee Volunteers got a good throwing game, but we haven't found the run yet. So I, I think Mississippi State's just a little further ahead than we are on the offense. Hmm. Okay. Now let you- me call. Let, 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 let me pause it for a second because I hear them Volunteers <laughs> typing at me right now. Don't get me wrong. I still think Tennessee's going to be an excellent excellent matchup. But we're talking the the toughest matchup. Going down there with the Cowbells in Mississippi State or playing a game at home against Tennessee, which one do you think would be the tougher matchup? That's, I guess, probably – I'd say it's 50-50, but I'm leaning more toward Mississippi State just because of the location and the time of the schedule. No, I, I like that. I like that. All right, how about uh, Kentucky? Shane, again, South Carolina this weekend. Can't overlook the Gamecocks, mm-hmm. although you have owned them. Mississippi State comes to Lexington next week. Again, they they could be red hot, very dangerous at Tennessee. Uh Uh-oh. And then (laughs) Georgia at the tail end and can't overlook Louisville. I know you kind of own them at this point in time, but that's a rivalry. You're getting them at home. For me, Shane, man, I I almost want to pick Tennessee, but I can't pick Tennessee for every damn game on this list. (laughs) So I'm going Georgia because that's the team – 
Kentucky is measuring itself against now. That's the team they just have not gotten over under Mark Stoops. And it just seems like, you know, that is the final hurdle that they must cross to get to Atlanta. Uh, of course, ten, you know, winning the Neyland Stadium, is, I'm not saying that's going to be easy, but uh, beating yeah. Georgia, even though it's at home, I think that's your toughest game. What's your thoughts? Oh, my my thoughts as I look over all that free bourbon sitting behind me. <laughs> I'm going to have to say the Tennessee Volunteers, man. I, I, I This is a game that is near and dear to my heart. Obviously, we've got the bourbon bet going on every year. But there's been shit talking all off season. Yep. Two years, three years, you know, ever since ever since they crowned Will Levis up there, the Tennessee Volunteers have done everything they could to bring him back down to earth. So this is a this is gonna be a hell of a matchup and it's a tough game because they're going to Neyland. That place will be electric, it will be sold out, and and everybody wants blue blood. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think if 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 I'm looking at Kentucky's matchup, obviously Georgia's a, is extremely talented tough team don't want to go play them at all but they do have them at, at home i believe if, if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah they they got them at home so yeah i'm i'm gonna have to go with tennessee on the road that's i mean this game's always fun to watch and uh and the shit talking like i said has already started <laughs> so it's gonna be even more that week all right how about lsu shane i mean you want to talk a team that's overachieving but then I sit here and look at the schedule, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Cinderella may be getting our heart broken here uh, if we don't play a little bit better. We got Tennessee at home, of course. Then we go on the road at Florida, come back home for Ole Miss, which is red hot, undefeated. Get a bye week, Alabama at home. Oh, God. At <laughs> Arkansas, at Texas A&M. Good night. This is a gauntlet LSU's about to run through. Uh, but for me – you know, maybe it's just an easy answer, but I got to go Alabama. Uh, you know, this is, always seems like a personal game to Nick Saban and, and this rivalry. I hope that Brian Kelly can make it great again. Uh, you know, I know obviously 2019, that was, that was one heck of a game, but uh, I would love to see more competitive LSU all Alabama football games, and, and hopefully we get it this year. So I'm going Alabama. I think that's the toughest test for LSU. How about you? Yeah, I can't argue with you there. I mean, I think this is a tough, tough list this week. Uh, Matissi Vols just, just given the current climate, five yards passing in the second half last last week. So right. how, how do you how do you improve that much going into this game? I, I, I've seen it. <laughs> Trust me, I've been on the receiving end. Tennessee, we've we've been like, there's no way we're going to lose this one, and then next thing you know, we're getting our asses beat. But I'm not saying that's going to happen this week. But what I am saying is, uh, is about as tells old time is is Alabama's got your number right now, and they're going to have it for a little bit. So I'm looking at toughest matchups. Bryce probably healthy by that point. So give me Alabama Crimson Tide there. Yeah, and just to sum it up one more time, Shane, LSU schedule, three of the next four are currently in the top ten. <laughs> and the one that's not Florida, they've already beaten a top ten team. And then the, on the backside of it, Arkansas, which has been in the top ten this season. So it's like there's – I mean, there's not a break in this in, in the next couple our, of weeks. You know what? Our – you know, one of the things we talked about with Ole Miss is is that little fool's gold, little butter me up here. Mm -hmm. I I mean, the only 
asterisk on that schedule is Mississippi State. I, I really feel like they blew that opportunity, but they did come together and they did find a way to win. So I got to give it to the Tigers here. But are we are we are we a little too high on LSU right now? Are we giving them a little too much credit? Because like you said, the schedule goes Tennessee, Florida. Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas. I mean, after that, brother, that is a slate. Uh, how many How many games do you really think they win out of there? I don't think I can really answer that, Shane, until we see them on Saturday, to see how they match okay. up against Tennessee. Because I think you're right. I, I still, and people give me hell for saying this, I think Mississippi State should have won that game. I think they kind of collapsed, and I, I they didn't play mm-hmm. well. If they played like they did against A&M, they would have killed LSU. But they let yeah. LSU hang around, and they got dominated in the fourth quarter. I get it. But I still think uh, – I don't know. So so LSU's got a long way to go to to prove that they're an SEC contender. But, hey, they beat Tennessee by a touchdown or two. I'll be changing yeah. my tune pretty quick, you know. That's well. That's what I think it is. I mean, this we're gonna realize we're gonna we're gonna figure out real quick if if Kelly's the real deal. Yeah, you know, I, in my opinion. I mean, they're top twenty five. They're four and one right now. They're playing great. You know, they they find ways to to win. That's all that matters. And, and it's ugly, but who cares? At the end of the day, when the when the clock is done and you got more points than the other team, that's all that matters. That's what we pay them to be down here for. So I think. Like you said, this week is the first LSU test, in my opinion. And if they can hang around and potentially beat Tennessee, shit. I mean, watch out. LSU LSU may be hanging banners before long. Now, you want to talk someone with an easy schedule up to this point, Shane? Oh, Miss. <laughs> I thought you were going with them with fool's gold here. Top 10 Rebels. They got the uh, a top 10 wins. So we can't take that away from them. Coming up at Vanderbilt, we're about to preview that game. Come back home for Auburn. Okay, maybe it's not that hard. But then, at LSU, Shane, at A&M, mm-hmm. they, they get two weeks to prepare for Alabama at home. At least you're getting that. Maybe that's your easy answer. At Arkansas. But my answer, Shane, I know it's at home. That final game, I think it's going to be – I don't know if pressure is the right word. But, after, again, after playing LSU, A&M, Alabama, Arkansas, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, Mississippi State comes to Oxford. That to me is the toughest game on Ole Miss schedule because I just I don't know. I feel like the weight of that schedule could be really come crashing down on them come Thanksgiving. Mike Leach, I think, is going to be desperate. Mississippi State desperate to get a win in this Egg Bowl. They've not done it yet against Lane Kiffin. What's your thoughts? Well, I, again, I, I keep. I, it's hard not to pick Alabama, like you said. They're just sitting there, especially with Lane Kiffin and Nick Saban. Every time these two get together, I think it's a little personal, you know. Mm-hmm. Nick, I think Nick, deep down inside, loves Lane Kiffin, but he also loves to kick his ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I, that's why I'm picking Bama because we, okay. we tout it as it should be a close game, but yeah. then we walk away with the same results. So, <laughs> uh, so give give me uh, give me Alabama here. Do you think if uh, if Lane ever beats Nick Saban, you know, mm-hmm. this year or ten years from now, he just maybe Nick takes off that shirt and and hands it to <laughs> Lane and just says it's your job now. Do you think that happens? No, no, Nick. Nick is. <laughs> 
I tell you right now, Nick Saban loves himself. And, and if he tells you he don't, he's lying. He's like Tom Brady. He just – and I hate that, you know, the relationship's not working. Miss Terry's going to hang around. She knows what she signed <laughs> up for, you know. She knows that Saban's going to coach till he dies. And uh, But he is just – he is on a path to be the greatest. And, and I think that's why – I joke about it, but you look at some of these games that they're planning in the future, some mm-hmm. of these non-schedule or non-conference games, even though that may change after Texas and all of them comes in. I think he's setting up his predecessor here. He wants it as difficult as possible. <laughs> so when he walks away that there's no way they're going to have as many victories as he's had down there in, in Alabama. So okay. no, I, I, I have no, I, I have no doubt that they'll probably go for Lane Kiffin. He's a hell of a coach. Uh, and he's going to keep popping up whenever these big jobs open up. Kiffin will always be at the top of that list. Who knows? He may be one that just sticks around Ole Miss and, and does some great things down there but he is always going to be on the short list when these when these power five teams, you know, the top five bigs uh, of right. the SEC come open. All right, how about Mississippi State, Shane? Again, they're playing red hot right now. I get it. But, man, they got a gauntlet coming up here too. Yeah. Arkansas at home this weekend. At Kentucky. Can't overlook them, certainly. At Alabama. Oh, my. <laughs> then you get two weeks <laughs> off. Or, or, excuse me, a week off. Then you get Auburn in two weeks. You should, at home, Georgia at home. Oh man! And then ETSU, Oof. basically a buy. But then at Ole Miss, so they are going to have to keep playing as well as they're playing if they're going to navigate this stretch of the season. Could go with about three different games here, maybe even four. But I'm mm-hmm. going again. Easy answer, maybe at Alabama. Alabama worked you, and, and the difference for me, Shane. Yeah. This will be eight games in eight weeks for Mississippi State. So I think they're going to be – I don't want to say limping into it, but they're they're going to be thinking about that bye week coming up and, and how <laughs> nice it would have been to, to get that bye before playing Alabama. So you put in all those uh, factors. I think for Mississippi State, toughest game at Alabama. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Mike, Mike, Mike. This that's tough. When I see Alabama and Georgia on the schedule, it's it's like flip a coin, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So since you pick Bama, I'm picking Georgia Bulldogs here because I I just think at this point, you know, Georgia's going through something right now. They're going through some growing pains and maybe some identity things. You know, a little pointing fingers in the locker room, maybe. But I think eventually that's going to correct itself, and then these guys are going to be back in rare form like they were the first three weeks of the year. And I think toward the tail end of the seasons when they find it, and that's where they're going to find Mississippi State, unfortunately. <laughs> so give me the Georgia Bulldogs in this one. Okay, I can't argue with that. How about Missouri, Shane, at Florida again? That's going to be tough. Vanderbilt after a bye week at South Carolina, Kentucky at home, at Tennessee, New Mexico State at home, and Arkansas State at home. That's the slate. But for me, mm-hmm. putting those orange glasses back on, Shane, at Tennessee, <laughs> that was the biggest whooping that uh, Drake has gotten in his entire coaching career last season. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's offense just thrashed you. They could have scored 70 points. They they took their foot off the gas there a little bit, but uh, going on the road to Neyland Stadium, man, that's that's rough right now. So I I think that's Missouri's toughest game. How about you? 
Yeah, I, I'm with you there, Mike. Close second, maybe Arkansas there at the tail end of the season mm-hmm. uh, as you're as you're coasting in to the finish line. But I, I think you're right. When you look at Tennessee, uh, what they were able to do to them last year, here's a Mizzou team that I think has got, gotten better, but just – they're not going to be able to keep up step to step with 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 what they're doing over there in Rocky Top. Short of there being some significant injuries or something, I just I don't see uh, Tennessee uh, keep you know letting this be a ball game. So give me the Volunteers on this one as well. Now, how about South Carolina? Shane, you want to talk tough schedule here at Kentucky? Mm-hmm. Get a bye week. They get A and M, Missouri. Both those are at home. Then at Vanderbilt, at Florida. Florida's going to be looking for revenge. <laughs> Tennessee at home and then at Clemson. Ooh, boy. I mean, that's a, that's a tough one right there. There's a number of games you could go with. But for me, and maybe it's not so much, you know, the quality of the team necessarily, but it's the importance of the game to the program, to the coaching staff, to everybody in that state, Shane. I'm going on the road at Clemson because we know Clemson's going to – they, they get to fill up on cupcake after damn cupcake <laughs> in that week league they're in. They get, I think they got, you know, one game they got to win every year. So, for me, I think that's South Carolina's toughest game going on the road, face the Clemson Tigers. How about you? Well, Mike, it sure the hell ain't Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Clips are barely winning over there in the ACC, and they got to have all the refs helping. So, nah, get, get that shit off my radio, Mike. I, I, have, no, I have no doubt that, that that's going to be a good matchup, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm liking our odds a little bit more each week that I see both these teams. So, that's not the toughest matchup for, for South Carolina, brother. The toughest matchups this week with Kentucky Wildcats. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think this, this is a game both fan bases are expecting to win. This is this is the this is a sneaky sneaky really good game and and, and I, I get excited talking about it because I just know what we're going to see Saturday. This is a game that South Carolina can win but can't afford to lose. I think I think the wheels fall off a little bit if they lose to the Wildcats here. But um, going on the road, this is a this is going to be a tough one, and I think uh, uh, it's going to kind of kind of be the icing on their schedule because they do got this is a tough slate up ahead i'm not saying south carolina is tough have maybe physically tougher opponents but i just think uh you're getting a wildcat team that got embarrassed on national tv last year or last week and and they're bouncing and that's what you don't want man you don't want to you, you ever go up they say don't pet a, a dog what's the i'm making these things up i love doing them every week mike Wise man once said, you know, you don't ever pet a dog that's that's got an injury or something like that. I know there's some sort of <laughs> metaphor out there, but you know what I'm saying? You just don't get near them because you're going to get your ass bit. So I think that's what we're getting with the Kentucky. You got a team that 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 got embarrassed last week and they're 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 out, man, and you're going to get the best wildcat football that you've seen in a long time this week. So that makes Kentucky better. Yeah, I, I can totally get on board with that, Shane. But let me flip it to the other side just real quick. If South Carolina beats Kentucky, yeah, man, think about the momentum you'd get from that. I think, I think all of a sudden your season is looking like, hey, we got something here. Because like you said, A&M struggling. You get them at home. Mm-hmm. Missouri's at home. At Vanderbilt. That's your next three. It, I'll say this. I think Kentucky's better than all those three teams. 
Yeah. If you can beat Kentucky well, on the road, again, tall, tall task. Not saying it's going to happen, but if you can, I think there's a there's a real possibility you you run through these next three, and, and all of a sudden you're we're sitting here saying, my God, South Carolina may be the hottest team in the East or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right, man. I mean, there there's a real possibility that happens. And you look at the schedule. I mean, Texas A and M was the was the X factor that we thought. Well, they that that's a loss. We penciled that one in. But you can't say that now. No. After Kentucky, they got Texas A and M. They got Mizzou. They got uh, Vanderbilt. They got Florida. That's that's you talk about momentum. That's what they did last year, Mike. They found momentum at the back half of their schedule here. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is a pivotal pivotal game, and I think that's why it's so important. Uh, that they win this week, you know, because there's a real sh- – I mean, they've scored over 100 points the last two games. And I know it's not you – know, it's cupcake opponents, but, man, this offense is playing better than it than it has all season. And, if that continues into SEC play, buddy, watch out. They, they, it's not a team you want to play. Yeah, let's crown them, Shane. All right, how about Tennessee? Nah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want that. I'm, I'm just kidding, getting I'm a, kidding. Get a pumped up for that November matchup we go down there. <laughs> how about Tennessee, Shane? A lot of interesting games. Of course, LSU on the road coming up. Alabama's coming to town. Mm-hmm. I'm already – I'm looking – Looking past UT Martin. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> Kentucky at home at Georgia. Oh, Georgia mm-hmm. at Georgia. Missouri at home at South Carolina at Vanderbilt. Some interesting games there. Could go a number of different ways. This is a kind of like Mississippi State, Shane. We could go Alabama or Georgia. E- either one is a not an opponent yeah. anybody wants to face, but. I know it's at home, Shane. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Alabama. Just I don't really know if this makes mm. sense, but you know they just can't. They've never beaten Nick Saban, and there's just something yeah. to that. And they've beaten Kirby Smart. I know it's been a while. Defending national champs. Maybe I, I'm trying not to read too much into Georgia's struggles, but if they continue to struggle, and, and hell, here, here was kind of the deciding factor for me, Shane, when Georgia played Kent State. Now, I realize they were overlooking them and all that, not respecting them. But Kent State, is, they run like poor man's version of Josh Heupel offense. Mm-hmm. And they found success against Georgia. That doesn't mean that Tennessee will. But all of a sudden, Shane, I think uh, I think Alabama's defense is mightier than Georgia. So I think that's a tougher test for Josh Heupel and company. What, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Toughest game left on Tennessee's schedule. It sounds like rat poison to me, Mike, because <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, I get you. I get you, man. And what it's got to be Tennessee. It's got to be Alabama or Georgia. Those, yeah. are, those are the two obvious answers here. Um, and so when I'm looking at it, for all the, ar- the the arguments I made, Tennessee being Alabama's biggest game, is I don't I, – I, I probably should give it to Alabama, but I'm not, and here's why, Mike, because mm-hmm. – it's going to be in Athens. It, it, this this Georgia Bulldog, I mean, they got our number, man. Just like Alabama, it's we 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 make. I think we make them bigger. Alabama, we're gonna. Alabama's in a weird situation because I've already seen. Hell, I've even been doing it, Mike. I've been buying in a little bit of that rat poison, and I feel like we got a shot here. And I'll send out the tweets. And if we if we do well against LSU, then the momentum's going to keep going. But mm-hmm. the fact of the matter is, if we drop that Alabama game, then we know we're going to lose to Georgia. And, and I think that's why that game's more important because. 
I don't know, man. How? Yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, I, I've got. To, I'm going back. I don't want to play either one of them. I, I wish <laughs> something happened where you could just skip it. But I'm going to go Georgia Bulldogs. Just okay. final answer because it's there. Okay. How about A and M, Shane? They got a gauntlet, of course. Alabama coming up on the road. Get a week off. Then at South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, both those at home. At Auburn, UMass, get the hell out of here, mess. <laughs> and then LSU at home. A lot of tough matchups, but pulling pulling the easy one here, Shane. At Alabama, I think that's the answer, right? Man, this list is getting boring, ain't it? It seems like we're <laughs> – here, we're going to talk about all 14 teams, and we're talking about Alabama and Georgia the whole time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We should have done it top, toughest teams besides Alabama and Georgia. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's that's the toughest matchup, all the shit talk in this offseason. This is going to be a little bit personal. Nick Saban's already fired up, but – I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take the easy road, Mike. I'm gonna pick something else here on the list. Let me take a look here. Let me take a gander. Mm, no, I'm gonna go Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ole Miss. I, 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 I'll put Ole Miss on there. Let's just put Ole Miss. Let's get them on the list. Uh, and the reason is, you know, this is this is a Texas A&M program that has a real shot to. I mean, they're obviously gonna most likely lose this week but they got a real shot to bounce back against south carolina and there's a real potential that if they play their cards right they can build a little momentum toward the end of the season here but sitting right there in the middle of it is the old miss rebels and if we've learned anything about lane kiffin is he's going to have something dialed up it may not be pretty it, it may be the he may slow it down. It may be the most boring game you've ever watched between these two opponents. <laughs> there may not be one pass thrown in this game. Uh, I, I, there's a real possibility that happens. And I just think if that is the case, uh, that, that Lane Kiffin's going to come out victorious. So, yeah. Um, yeah, give me – just to mix it up a little bit here, give me the old Miss Rebels. All right, and then Vanderbilt, Shane, last team. Good news is they've already played Alabama, so we can't say that. Bad news is, Shane, they got a trip to Georgia coming up here. So, oh, man. But they do get Ole Miss this week. That's going to be a tough one. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. they've had two weeks to prepare. And Ole Miss is coming off a very, very physical game where they now that everyone's patting them on the back saying they're, you know, top, they are top 10. So um, they got at Missouri, they got South Carolina, at Kentucky, mm-hmm. Florida, Tennessee. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. All right, this is this is where we're going to really find out about Clark Lee's team here. But, I mean, it's it's got to be at Georgia, doesn't it? All right, Mike, when I'm looking at this list, I'm going to mix it up a little bit here. Um, there's some games in here that clearly I don't see Vanderbilt winning. Yeah. And, again, it's it's not rocket science. But I do think there's a couple of games they got to they got to break this SEC victory streak. I, I I talked about potential upset this week is a good shot, but but realistically, there's a few teams on here that if they play their best game, they can stay in it. And and I'm looking. So if I'm saying toughest, and I'm just saying toughest because it's closest expectations to a victory possibility, I'm going to go South Carolina Vanderbilt. Ooh. Here's a game. They've got two weeks to prepare for. Yep. Uh, it is at home. Um, Vanderbilt's not really known for home field advantage, but if they can get, if they can buy into this one, brother, there's a real shot they can get their first SEC victory. Um, I mean, they're going to have to play 
I mean, Swan's going to have to have the greatest game. This defense is going to have to dial up, try to get a few more three and outs, try to be, you know, Clark Lee's, if anything, he's got some, he's got a gritty program, but I think this game's going to be tougher because they're going to go in with that hope. That's, that's the thing, you know, it, if you don't expect to win the game, it doesn't hurt as bad because you didn't expect to win the thing. But if, if there may be a little hope going into that South Carolina matchup that, hey, we're going to get this thing, and if they drop it, then it hurts more. So give me toughest ball game, South Carolina. Final answer. I'm almost surprised you didn't say Tennessee there, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's one of those you just pencil in right now. Yeah. <laughs> The podcast is brought to you by Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone also included, plus games in 4K at no extra charge. If you want to be like me and get rid of cable, Fubo TV could be your solution. Over hundreds of channels of live sports and entertainment for only a fraction of the cost of cable. Watch on all your devices with a cloud-based DVR, up to a 1,000 hours of cloud-based DVR included in this. There's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. And right now, Fubo TV is giving you free Fubo for seven days and get a 15% off your first month if you go to FuboTV.com slash SEC. That's F-U-B-O-T-V dot com slash S-E-C. You can try it for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. All right, Chad, hey, we got some games to preview, but uh, real quick, just want to provide the latest update on K.J. Jefferson from old Sam Pittman. This was uh, during his Wednesday media availability. Let's kick it over to him. KJ practice today. Um, I don't know what that means, to be uh, perfectly honest with you. He still has a, a ways to go on that, and and uh, so, so we're certainly not going to play him unless it, he's he's capable and healthy and all those type things. And uh, we're going to take him on the trip, whether he plays or not. Still waited to be uh, seen. We've got a few more days to figure some of that out. Yeah. So we still don't know, Shane, if KJ is going to go. But of course, that you know that's going to be paramount to them winning at Mississippi State, Red Hot Mississippi State. So I just wanted to throw that little nugget in there. We hope he could, he's healthy, first of all. But if he is, you know, he can take the field and because and, he really needs to bounce back because he's, he's probably going to be in a shootout down there with Will Rogers. You know what? Has a, has a, what's the spread done? Have you checked on that lately? Yeah. I haven't looked at it today. I think it opened Mississippi State by four, and it's jumped up to Mississippi State by eight because I think the anticipation is KJ may not play. Okay. All right. You hear that, gamblers? <laughs> uh, we could pause it if you need to get on there. So, <laughs> but hey, Shay, we pro- as promised, we already upset too many people. Let's talk Deep South's oldest rivalry, Shay, Georgia, hosting Auburn, and that boy, am I glad we waited because we got some talking coming from the blade. So we'll get to that in just a second. Shay, Georgia's won five in a row, of course, but they've. In the series, I should say, five in a row in this series. 
Um, do you still have that in front of you, Shane, the all-time record? Total, uh, 62 Georgia, 56 Auburn, eight ties in this matchup. Mm. Largest margin of victory, 41 nothing for the Bulldogs. Uh, largest victory for the Auburn was 44 nothing. This is this is a, a very streaky game. Yeah. Um, this is one that usually whoever owns it owns it for a little while, and right now it's been in favor of the Georgia Bulldogs. Right, and, you know, it's interesting, Shane, because I don't want to say Auburn is peaking or anything, or they certainly are improving, but my goodness, Shane, you want to talk about riding the roller coaster, that crazy mm-hmm. Missouri game, then you come back, you jump out to a big lead against LSU. I, I For the life of me, I thought, man, they're going to do this. They're going to beat LSU, but they drop it at home. That's got to be heartbreaking. Now you're going on the road to arguably – depending on who you ask, the toughest team in the country. But Georgia, on the other hand, Shane, they've, they've been sliding a little bit for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's different at home. Uh, Jalen Carter, their standout defense alignment, he's out. So that that helps you if you're Auburn a little bit. But um, right. I don't know. How, how concerned are you? I guess that's kind of the main question going into this one, that uh, Georgia, that this is this is two weeks in a row now where they just they've not played up to that – Kirby Smart elite standard. Uh, any concern that uh, you know they they don't get there this week against Auburn? A little bit, man. They're they're really having a tough time stretching this field, and, and that's what's getting these defenses creeping up and making it tough for to, for Georgia to do what they've been able to do. So, right, uh, we need we need some players to step up. I expect a few you know dialed up long balls in this game, but. Um, you know, when you're play, when you're talking Auburn, Georgia, yeah, it's been streaky, uh, and Georgia's owned them here the last four or five meetings, but it hasn't been blowouts. It, there's been plenty of times it's been a, a tough fought ball game to the very end, and 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 who's to say that that's going to be any different this week? Because um, Auburn here's a team that has nothing to lose. Georgia's the only one coming in with 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 the expectations. If if Auburn could come out and win this thing, this is their SEC championship, brother. So that that makes them dangerous. And um, and, and the fact of the matter is, there's something coming out i mean these guys are watching tape there's a reason that mizzou kept it close there's a reason that kent state kept it close that there's they're seeing something there and and, and we're all kind of seeing it but uh the, georgia is not playing as flawless as they were week one and, and i think maybe that because they're relying on too many individuals this this they kind of got away from that that team approach that we need we need more people involved and they've got plenty of talent on that roster they got to find it this week man now and let me ask you this too because i think this is a big question for a lot of georgia fans Shane. you you come out you're so dominant so impressive mm-hmm. and it's a lot of youth on this team you know heck they haven't not this team specifically has not won the championship, but they're they're walking around like the champions. They deserve it because what they did last year. But any chance that uh, you know maybe that rat poison has seeped in there? They're they're getting told how great they are, and and I don't know if you saw it, but there was a you know I don't want to call it a fight, but there was uh, you know in the pregame with Missouri there was words exchanged, and you know Georgia's everybody's Super Bowl now. And I wonder just if, you know, that youth and inexperience, you know, if that's if that's starting to get to this team a little bit to where, you know, maybe um, maybe they're not quite ready to to handle 
the the mantle of being the defending champions. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, something something's going on down there. You 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 know, Kirby's saying all the right things after these games, and yeah. and I don't want to take away from the Bulldogs. They're still finding ways to win. Yeah. It's not like they've lost any games, but. You you gotta wonder if you play like this against Tennessee or you play like this against Kentucky, do we see different results? Maybe not. Maybe maybe Georgia just does have enough talent to win the game regardless. But there's going to come a time, whether it be in an SEC championship or the college football playoffs, that you can't fake it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, there's going to come a time when you're facing another program that has just as many stars as you do, and, and you cannot rely on the same two or three options that have worked prior to. So I, I think Georgia, yeah, maybe they are reading a little bit of their, their, their own clippings or uh, just enjoying a little bit too much of that NIL money. And, and, you know, they're not as focused. They're thinking about the next level or something, but you know, you keep doing that. You're going to trip up on one of these games and you about did it last Saturday. Coach, uh, have you found out any more about uh, Jalen Carter's knee and um, do you expect that play that will get reviewed that his knee was injured on by the SEC office considering it looked like a textbook illegal job block? I, you know, I, I talked to the official during the play. I mean, he, he felt comfortable about what the play was. We talked about it before the game. They have a lot of backside cuts. You know, Auburn, a lot of teams use the same uh, method. So I'm um, hopeful, you know, that, that uh, we can keep our players safe, um, do what's within the limits of the game and the, the rules. But uh, that's not for me to decide, to be honest with you. But Jalen's going to be a week or two. Uh, not sure it's MCL like expected. Um, we don't know how long it's going to be, but it doesn't look good for this week. Yeah, Kirby, kind of on the physicality front, after watching the tape, what do you think about how the run game did on Saturday? And you mentioned after the game that y'all went to some gap plays in the second half. Is that something you think y'all maybe discovered some? Is that something you could maybe go to more going forward and have success in the run game? Well, we run gap plays in every game. So if you look at the game, you see that, that we, we have the – I mean, every team does. Nobody really plays football anymore with just one run. Um, there's – a lot of multiple runs in there. And you can have so many runs that uh, you can't run them all, right? The idea is to have the right ones and execute them well and do things well. But, you know, the tape showed what we talked about the other night. You know, we, we just didn't play real well uh, up front. They had a lot of momentum. Um, and we got to do a better job. Uh, we got to do a better job preparing our guys, but we also got to do a better job in game of uh, making good decisions and, and, and putting ourselves in a, a situation to be successful or more successful at least the way the last couple of weeks have gone how do you kind of balance maybe we're going to ramp this up and, and shake out of this if you've been in a funk or just tell the guys hey calm down we're very good we're doing right things and you know things are coming along how do you kind of balance those two things yeah I don't look at it that way really at all I mean I look at it from day to day I worry about what we're doing today it's like I'm gonna worry about what we do tomorrow tomorrow I don't look at it as, as you're in a hitting slump or some kind of funk or anything like that because a lot of that's predicated off what the other team does uh, and what we do. It's very different teams we faced between uh, Kent State and three down, Missouri and the way they played us, just different things. So um, I just I don't really look at it that way. Curious how you'd uh, gauge the maturity of the team. I guess the way the team started, it kind of quiet a lot of the talk about it being young, particularly on defense, but are we maybe seeing some of that use still present? Well, I think anxiety would be one of the things that you that you worry about with a young team. 
and uh, really the first real road environment because, you know, the South Carolina game played out so different. You know, we, we started really fast. Uh, I guess we we're up 14 nothing, 21 nothing, pretty quick. And the crowd never really, crowd really never got into the game, took them out of the game. We didn't do that the other night. And so some of those youthful uh, anxiety, you know, guys planning that kind of atmosphere for the first time uh, where a team, you know, like last year's team, they would have played in that a bunch of times. So there's a lot of youth there, but to be honest with you, it was a great opportunity to see what we're about because I don't know that you could find any greater adversity than be down 10 points in the fourth quarter, resiliency, all those things. Um, but we got to make sure that, that we do a good job building on that and that we start faster and better. Yeah, and I believe Shane Stetson, I believe he's only thrown for four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Now I, th- I think yeah, I mean I think he's also rushed yeah. for four, so he's finding different ways. But and, and maybe that's some of the level of competition, not playing the whole game or anything. But you know, where's he been? He's been kind of missing. I feel like the last couple of weeks. Yeah, where's where's the Oregon Stetson? That's the one we want back. That's yeah. he had his Heisman moment in there. That's that's people were legitimately thinking he was going to be a, a potential Heisman winner, and now now they're not saying that. They're they're saying Georgia's going to the SEC championship, but they're not saying who's taking them. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting. We may need him in this game, particularly Shane, if Auburn offensive lineman Brandon Cancel. Is to believe to be believed. Oh my goodness, Shane! This is not the matchup you want to come in here talking no. trash. But hey, maybe he's uber confident, and maybe that's that's maybe that's what you need to get a win and snap this five-game losing streak. Let's kick it over to the Auburn offensive lineman again. This is Brandon Council. You know, more work against the Auburn Tigers. Uh, looking at Georgia's defense, uh, what do you see that's made them so effective? I believe just them being able to like their third down packages and you know they got some interior stunts that kind of enters the run game but we we're going to start off fast. you start off fast and run the ball on them and keep them out of their third down packages really we can demolish them i believe personally up front um when you earlier you said like you guys think you have success against the georgia line what have you kind of seen with your group and their group makes you feel like you could have success well um, because because of right now they don't have that much depth so, you know, due to injuries in the interior D-line and the guys that do come out, come out, I don't think they trust them. So if we keep them out of third down where they can't bring packages and keep them main guys on the field, we're just going to run the ball them all day because they're going to get tired. How important is it to you guys to bounce back from last week, but also this game against Georgia considering the rivalry? It's very important. We have the chance to go out there and do something that hasn't been done in a long time, and that's beat Georgia at Georgia. And I believe the last time was in 2005. Um, that'd be a big thing. So our goal is to go in there like a SWAT team, in and out, quiet the noise, beat the behinds and get up. So, again, he said, he said they're going to demolish them, and we're going to go in like a SWAT team, get in, get out with that victory. And, and man, after saying that, Shane, someone posted the stats for Auburn. 121st in the in the country in stuff rate means you know the running backs are getting yeah, stuff. Right. 112th in giving up sacks. So, <laughs> so this is arguably the worst offensive line in, in the SEC, maybe around the country. Yet we got an offensive lineman here talking trash to the Georgia Bulldogs. Man, this Mm-mm. this is exactly what Kirby wanted. You know what? 
This is one of those you get them right after they got working out and stuff. Them endorphins are firing <laughs> off. You're feeling good. It's a little extra sunny that day. <laughs> you say you're just feeling. You're feeling it. You're in the mood. But what you did is you gave ammunition to your opposing team. But yeah. whatever. I, I think that's what you got to have in this rivalry. You got to have a a, a a a team that's that believes that they can win mm -hmm. and if they believe missouri believed they could win that game and that's why they went toe-to-toe -to -toe with georgia bulldogs last week if auburn is feeling that same momentum then that's what they need man it's it's they got the whole world on their shoulders uh one second my all right we're no longer recording video okay so <laughs> yeah i just thought i'd throw that out there my thing's making all kinds man how long have we been going 51 minutes Oh, okay. All right. You guys are going to enjoy this one tomorrow. But I, I, I that's the thing. It's it's just momentum and and, and that sense of urgency. Oh, shit, that makes no sense. Let me do that one over. That's what it comes down, Mike. It comes down to confidence, and and I think this is important for Auburn. And and yeah, I know they'll get ridiculed, and 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 maybe Kirby Smart uses it. But the fact of the matter, if your team believes it, then it can happen, and that's I think that's important. Yeah, we saw the quarterback, Robbie Ashford. I mean, he had the game of his life there against LSU. That was in large part why they were able to jump out to that big lead. But I, I think that's unrealistic on the road at Georgia against his defense that, that you know, gave up, uh, you know, some big plays to Missouri. So, to me, Shane, this has got to be a Tank Bigsby game. Where has he been? We know the talent he has. It, it's time for him to take over. And if they're going to have a colossal upset – uh, this this weekend, it's it's going to come because Tank has himself a career day, don't you think? Yeah, Tank. I mean, it's got to come from the offensive line, man. I think that's where it's got to be. It's got to be in the trenches. Keep those chains moving. You know, keep the ball away from Stetson and 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 Brock and them. I I think that's make it a low scoring game and, and a final possession game. So um, I like that my offensive line is saying that. The more I think about it, yeah. All right, next game, Shane, Missouri going on the road at Florida. And like I said, man, this is wild. Missouri, I, I totally forgot about this. They lead the all-time series 6-5. to five. I mean, this has been a back-and-forth style game. Missouri, of course, won last season in overtime with the, the two-point call made by Drink uh, to the tight end Parker, I think it was, for the game-winning two-point conversion. But – Man, this is a Missouri team left for dead a couple weeks ago, Shane. But mm -hmm. they, the thing, the thing with the Tigers, Shane. I mean, no one cares that you're fighting hard and you're losing. You got to win these games. Right. You lost to Georgia last week, of course. Gave them the, you know, the the most fight anyone's given them this season. Auburn, you gave that one away. How difficult will it be for Missouri now going on the road to get up once again after coming up just short, you know, where they left it all on the field last weekend? Well, I would I would say that would have been the problem last week uh, because there's not more of a letdown game than than the Auburn game, in my opinion. You you, yeah. you line it up for the greatest kicker to ever play for the university, and then he can't final you know he can't get that through, and then you have an opportunity to just walk in the end zone and you fumble through it. So I I think that 
would would a lot of teams, man, would just pack up their bags and go home. Mm-hmm. And we didn't see that. The fans were packed. I mean, the stadium was packed. It was rocking. It was there was a ton of energy. This fan base wants to be good, man. And I just think um uh, that that last week that right there just gave them momentum. We went toe-to-toe with the number one team in the damn country. There's nobody we can't beat. So right. I think what happened last week was the best, uh, short of winning. Obviously, that would have been really nice. But the the fact that they did make this down to the final game, final possession, that's that's the momentum they need going forward. Hmm. Now, let me ask you this, Shane. How much Pressure may not be the right word because, hell, the guys only coached, what, five games here for Florida. But Billy Napier – you know, he's really got to win this game, Shane, because yeah. he's already lost to Kentucky. I know Kentucky's a hell of a team, but I think the vast majority of Florida fans will never accept a loss to Kentucky in the swamp. You turn around and lose to Missouri in the swamp. <laughs> Again, they're not going to be running them out of town. That'd be crazy to even suggest. But I think, a, you know, either they'd say, we got, we got a lot further way to go than we realize, or they'd be saying, what in the hell? We're, we're the Florida Gators. We're supposed to beat the hell out of these teams. I don't I don't know. How much pressure do you think is on Billy Napier to to just kind of prove that Florida is, is on its way back? Uh, I still don't think this is a program that has a lot of pressure right now. There's games. There's situational games uh-huh. that, that I think, you know, the Tennessee game is pressure. Mm-hmm. Florida hates Tennessee, and, and they're, they're expecting to win that game. I, I think the biggest one here for me, Mike, is this this is a game that Florida is expected to win. Right. And 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 the expectations of not failing is is very high. But here you got your quarterback. Say what you want. Anthony Richardson has as he's a new guy. Uh, he, he changed it. Some light switch hit off in Knoxville, <laughs> and since then he's been playing lights out. So if he can continue that momentum, I've got I've got my quarterback out here just balling. I'm not worried about Mizzou right now. You got the home field. People are still excited about the Florida brand. You just gotta you just gotta pile on to that. So I don't I don't think there's a a lot of pressure for Billy right now but again there are some of these games coming up there will be the LSU's the Georgia's we've already had the Tennessee's those are the games when you sign your contract they're expecting you to win sooner than later yeah and you know I just want to be clear because I'm, I'm already seeing the people in my mention Shane <laughs> the <laughs> big time Gators hell Kirby lost to Vanderbilt his first year you know, yeah. they didn't run his ass yeah. off. You know what I mean? Like, this right. is part of the – and, and, again, they haven't even lost a game. I'm not sitting here saying they're going to lose a game. But, you know, let's not overreact. But I just think, man, these are these are games you're expected to win. And mm-hmm. I don't think most people understand how tight this and, – and Missouri's won in Gainesville. They've won, I think, a couple times oh, in Gainesville. Yeah. So, this is not, not going to be easy is, just, is basically my point. I, th- I think it's going to be a hell of a game. And and it really could be, man. That's that's the best part is that this is a team that last year, <laughs> you know, you were the losers. So right. I, I think that there's a lot of fans out there, a lot of Florida fans that, you know, when they see Mizzou on the schedule, they think, oh, yeah, we're going to kick their ass. But then part of them is <laughs> like, well, 
remember last year you know <laughs> i mean how can you not i i i do that every every fan goes through that but you you this is a game when you this is a reason you hired billy in the first place to not lose to missouri yeah so i i think that's the expectation is to get the victory now if they do drop it again i don't think it's the end of the world i don't think the fans are totally out on billy but there 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 may be a little bit more pause with the with the future of the gators okay. Eli, what a can you pinpoint some areas where Brady's better going into week six than he was week one? I mean, where are you seeing growth? You look at the game, I think he was 20 for 32 with a touchdown, no interceptions, didn't put the ball in jeopardy, um, connected on a couple of deep balls. I mean, that's a pretty good defense we were going against, and, and uh, he gave us an opportunity. Are there plays out there that are still to be made? Absolutely. I mean, there's better calls to be made by me. Um, and I think every game you go back and watch film, there's going to be things that you have to do better. Um, but he's given us an opportunity to, to win the game, and, and we got to go finish it. I mean, he's given us uh, the opportunity in the last two games to win, and, and we've got to finish. All right, last game, Shane. Ole Miss going on the road at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's got two weeks to prepare for this thing. Mm-hmm. And – Lane Kiffin loves talking about that rat poison, Shane. This game is, is filled with rat poison. Ole Miss, the greatest team ever. That you know they they got all these winning streaks. He he yeah. was at the podium. They're telling him, you know, you're the fastest winning coach since uh, John Vaught, who's they named the damn stadium after. You know what I mean? Like you're the greatest coach. We just beat a top ten team. You're having a good mm-hmm. time out there. Your defensive coordinator showing his belly on on social media. I mean, what what level of concern do you got, Shane, that this young team that, mm-hmm. again, they nearly lost to Kentucky. One or two plays go a different way. They lose to Kentucky. Now yeah. they're they're on cloud nine going into, you know, some of these players are probably like, oh, Vanderbilt, this will be easy. This is a new Vanderbilt. This is a maybe the biggest trap game in the SEC this weekend. Mike, I've been saying it all offseason. You asked me, is there a big upset that you see potentially happening? Yeah. I said the Ole Miss-Vanderbilt game. That's the one I've got. And that's just because you're coming off this tough-fought Kentucky game. You know, you, you, you escape, you're undefeated, everybody's on cloud nine. This is one of those games that you're surprised when you're at the stadium and you hear the halftime scores and you're like, wait, did they just say Vanderbilt? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this There is a real shot that Vandy can hang with you because Vanderbilt can score points we didn't get to see it against alabama unfortunately but i'm telling you right now short of that alabama game they had been moving the chains they have they they found ways to get orchestrate points on the board and and if they can get back to that this is one of those teams that yeah they'll 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 get ran all over you know I'm, i don't know if you've done any prize picks looks here but i'm taking the <laughs> over on all old miss running backs because i think they're going to give up a ton of rushing but if they can find ways to keep points on the board through the passing brother this this may be one of those that you're saying i can't believe vandy's still in this game right now i say all that mike i don't want to i don't want <laughs> Calm down. Don't type me yet. I'm just, I still think Ole Miss is going to win this thing. But I just think that Vanderbilt, you know, a lot of people overlook, and especially coming off that Alabama game, no one is giving them a second thought. But yeah, 
if 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 Swan comes out slinging the rock, brother, be careful. Who knows? They may even put Mike back there and and mix it up and, and just do something totally different. That's what Clark Lee I think needs to do is just be a little bit more. I don't know, risky. <laughs> right. And, and one thing you didn't mention, Shane, if this is a high-scoring game, yes, we know Ole Miss elite on the ground, maybe the best rushing team in the SEC, maybe the country. But let's say they get in a hole and mm-hmm. it is a shootout and they need to go to the air. Jackson Dart, young quarterback on the road. He's thrown to the other team on multiple occasions. I mean, that it could be a, a recipe for disaster to lean on him to get you a win on the road. Not saying he can't do it, but we've not yet seen him do it. And, and we thought, you know, he was playing with fire last week against Kentucky. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, keep that in the back of your mind. But How do you teach your team not to overlook a team like Vanderbilt and not to buy into that rat poison coming off of a top 10 win? Yeah, we spent a lot of time this morning on that. Um, you know, just like last week, we said you got to prepare the same regardless. You know, last week, everybody built up the game and everything, told them, well, you know, it's faceless opponent that. It's not just when you play a team that's, you know, not ranked and that you're favored, heavily favored with. You know, it's both ways. And so that way you avoid playing like this. So hopefully they listened and, um, happens every week. Like I told him, look at, you know, I don't think anybody thought Georgia was going to go in and struggle uh, like they just did at Missouri. So it happens every week. Every game's independent of each other. And now we're, we teach them, as you see in our games, every quarter is independent of the quarter before, let alone the games before. I know the video with Partridge kind of went viral there. Is that the guy you see every day in practice, or was that something kind of unique from him? That was pretty unique. That, that was really cool. Um, you know, I was excited after the game, and you know, but then I kind of always have that. After 30 minutes, I come back and get mad about what we could have done better, you know, and finish the game out on offense and, and not have to go through all that. But I actually saw that video, and it made me smile. So uh, that, that was really cool to see. Um, then I found an old picture of, um, or I, I found a picture of Charlie's um, baby, and so he kind of has the same look on his face that Charlie did when he was when he was hugging Partridge. So it was. Pretty, I sent that to the staff together. It's pretty cool. Son Maverick and Charlie, and they looked exactly like with their face. Hey, brother, we've gone long enough on this episode. You got anything else before we hop off the line? Uh, no, man. This, yeah, it was nice touching on all the teams. I, I like your little. You, maybe next time we do this, we, we put a little asterisk or something by, you know, you can only use one team or something, but <laughs> it was fun talking about them all. This is going to be an awesome, awesome weekend, man. And I cannot wait for it. We're going to have a ton of action, a ton of SEC play. And these games, I mean, here we just spent 15 minutes talking about how potentially great a Vanderbilt Ole Miss game could be because, you know, if, if this is the SEC, anything can happen. So I, I am, I'm, I'm excited and ready for, uh, ready for football to get here. Absolutely. Well, brother, I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody. Keep showing up this is the you know each month shane we're doing better and better and better this is the highest uh most downloads reviews all that coming our way we cannot thank you enough 
That's why we keep showing up and delivering the content. I just want to give the fans a shout out, Shane, and especially you, you Tennessee homer. <laughs> I appreciate you. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Yeah, I don't know.